Okay. And you may like that, but I also like going live like we just did right now for the first time in nearly a month uh, for, for a fun fact. You're telling me that we're back? I'm telling you that we're back for the first time in nearly a month, and that means that we're rolling this intro for the first time in nearly a month. Good morning. Transcending history and the world, a tale of souls and swords eternally retold. Welcome to the stage of history retold. Yeah, I've been waiting for this. Welcome back to the new world of Street Fighter 3. I'm Adam. Ooh, I'm Joe. Yo, ooh, ah, Shimona. Ah, ooh, what's up, Adam? Yeah, I Ow. hope y'all didn't forget about us. What the fuck was that? <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> I couldn't think of a funny noise to make, so I just went with Michael Jackson. What if you, what, here's a funny noise. Hi, Adam. I'm Joe. It's been a while since we've recorded the podcast. That's a pretty funny fucking noise, if you ask me. That is a pretty, that's pretty funny, I think. Pretty goofy, pretty goofy. Um, <laughs> apologies to all of you listeners for us um, being back so late. Uh, we're a week into the new year and we're finally getting a fucking episode out, which is uh, a little shameful, but life tends to come at you fast. Um, and we weren't able to record. Uh, we were going to record like the week after No Way Home dropped, but that fell through and then we just weren't able to get together until uh, this weekend. So uh, big apologies. I'm sorry. But hey, we're back. Fucking finally. Yeah, I, I missed you. I miss you too, man. And I got I got to know, like, how things been? You know, what's up? What's good? Like, uh, I'm no longer depressed because I fixed my sleep schedule. <laughs> Oh, the last few episodes, I was like, oh, man, my week sucks. I hate my life. That's because I was waking up at like like 2 p.m. and going to bed at like fucking 7 a.m. I was I was (laughs) on some real DJ shit. And nowadays I've been waking up at like 9 a.m., 8 a.m. Just just chilling. All right. This is a rare night for me where I'm staying up past fucking midnight because I'm just I'm just like a curmudgeon at this point but uh, I could talk more about that later. I got to ask you Joe, how was your holiday break? You know man, you know how the holidays are just always super chaotic. Uh so many uh I don't want to say like inconveniences, right? Because like that you know, a lot of the time that you're spending during the holidays, hopefully, you know, I wish is with family and uh, that's how i spent mine and um you know i i I love my family like who doesn't love their family i know there are some uh edgy weirdos out there that are like "Ugh, i don't need my family like my sister i don't like my parents either they don't understand me but you know i i appreciate the time that i spent with my family i got to see some of my family over from puerto rico that i haven't seen hey whip super long yes sir um it's been like shit almost 10 years since i saw my uncle so yeah it's been a long ass time and i finally got to see him though um but yeah i mean other than that uh pretty typical stuff i've been playing uh, quite quite a lot actually i have a pretty big uh list of games that i've been playing over the past few weeks but just to name a few 
I've been playing Deep Rock Galactic. I've gotten back into Castle Crashers, which I have not played since the 360 days. Um, I'm back to playing GTA 4 and 5. I first started playing GTA 4 uh, on Steam. I was like, okay, yeah, I can. I totally remember why this is the best GTA game. Like, no, no, no. Facts. Fucking facts. And then I got GTA 5. I played some online, and then I decided I don't want to play online anymore. Your mistake for playing pubs, you fucking game. idiot. That was okay, your fucking well, mistake. Okay. You're, you're telling me to just go into a solo match and play one? That shit's boring. And play with your fucking friends, dude. You don't play pubs. Yeah, only a fucking yeah. Ill, only 13-year-olds play fucking pubs, all right? That's your mistake. All right? Everybody but, who everybody who who is in the know about real GTA shit doesn't play pubs. You go... And you 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 fuck with your internet settings, and you don't play pubs, and instead you go and grind, and you enjoy the new <laughs> content with your friends when it comes out. No, you don't play pubs if you play GTA Online. That's you your mistake. You manipulate your internet to not play on console. Yeah, people. you gotta go in your internet settings and fuck with it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's interesting. I have been playing uh, GTA Online for uh, what will be a decade next year. So let me tell you, I'm ex- next year. It'll be, yeah, I know it's fucking wild how the reveal trailer for GTA Five is over a, a decade old at this point. But anyways, uh, yeah, uh, don't play pubs. You're a fucking dumbass. <laughs> Joe, listen, I gotta be honest with you. It's been really funny watching you develop uh, uh, the opinions of like 2015 GTA Online players. Congrats, you finally got to where we were like seven years ago. How does it feel? Well, no, because I've been aware. I've been aware of this stuff. It's just I went to go play it again and I went to try it and I got that reminder. Like I got these reminders of, oh yeah, this game mode's absolute garbage and it single-handedly threw Rockstar into the trap. But, you know. You say that like uh, they didn't drop Red Dead Redemption 2 after GTA Online came out though. And then what did they do with it? What did they do with Red Dead Online? Completely abandoned it for GTA 5. That's it's facts, crazy. but Red Red Dead 2 is still banged, though. That shit was still hot. That shit was still hot. Y'all say that shit like Red Dead Redemption 2 was a miss when it was a fucking hit. That shit was a smash hit. I didn't just you're just like you're just like the rest of that fuck ass nigga GTA community that acts like Rockstar hasn't dropped a game since 2013 when they dropped the Red Dead Redemption 2. Fuck that. Holy shit, they dropped one game? No. Way. You bro, I I saw a post on on the Red Dead Redemption subreddit about that shit the other day. Y'all niggas are some fucking idiots, bro. I'm not going to cap. One game. Y'all are, dumb. Y'all are 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 dumb. Until like, unless I can find, unless I can find the post, I'm just gonna say you're dumb and leave it at that. But unless I can find the post that explained it, that's all I can say. Y'all are just, y'all are, y'all just don't, y'all just don't get the grind. Y'all just don't understand how games were made. Not gonna cap. I'm not. I'm I'm not going. I'm just gonna let that comment slide. Yeah, I, bro. They, you know how much work went in a Red Dead Redemption. You know, I mean, other than that, though, I mean, it's just been. I've also been playing Deathloop, which, if you're aware of, you know, like, I don't really know if it's a real like genre or a category of video games. But you know, like those like super fast paced Doom like shooters. I've been playing a lot of those too. So I've been playing uh, Deathloop. I've been playing Blood, 
play uh, medieval stuff like that. Uh, they have very similar gameplay to Doom. So yeah, I mean that that's been my week. You know, uh, I guess being a dumb crybaby about GTA. You know, I yeah, guess y'all just don't I get do. it. I can't find the post, so all I can say is that y'all are dumb and just don't get it. Because I fuck, there was like a post that explained the whole dev process for Red Dead Two, and I thought it was fucking hot, but I can't find it. So all I can say is just y'all are just dumb and don't understand the the caliber, the amount of work that it took to make that game happen. Y'all just don't get it. And that's on that's on some facts. That's not on me being trying to. Here it is. Okay, it was in development for eight years. It took seven hundred voice actors, three hundred thousand animations, five hundred motion capture actors. 500,000 lines of dialogue and over 1,000 software developers to make it happen. That's why it's got 20 minute long credits because that shit took a long ass time and took a lot of effort to make. But y'all niggas would rather complain. I'm just saying, it's not like Red Dead 2 was a miss. That shit won hella awards. That shit was hot. And that shit is still hot, even if the multiplayer is ass. But GTA's multiplayer is also ass, except for a couple bright spots. So it's like, is GTA 5 still not a hit? That's what I'm saying. No, no. I like I'm I'm sorry for getting upset about the fact that we don't have a new Rockstar game. Oh, sorry, no, obviously we have uh, Red Dead too, but a new GTA game and over two console generations. I'm really sorry that I'm mad at that. Yeah, because they're because they're putting work and care and love in their true. games. Because they're putting love in their games. <laughs> All I'm gonna say is that that GTA Three by City of San Andreas were asset flips. Them shits had hella reused yeah. assets. If that, if that, hella reused assets. All right, <laughs> GTA 4, Lost and Damned, Battle Gate, Tony were all on the same map with the same cars and uh, and just a little bit of new content besides the story, besides the new stories and shit. Like, bro, well, speaking speaking of, like, this happened a while ago, but you heard that they were taking down um, GTA 4 save files, like they were DMCAing. Um, the uh, save files I think I heard something about that. But I yeah, was just like, damn, that's crazy. Yeah, I just want to bring that up. Yeah, go on. Well, I was I just thought that was crazy because I'm just like, damn, that's crazy. I I, I just be I I just play on console. That shit, that shit doesn't affect me. I just thought that was wild that they were doing that. But yeah. Where can the people find you? No, if you if you want to hear my uh apparently brain dead dummy stupid poo poo taste, you can find me over on twitter.com slash kazanerdy. That's twitter.com slash a-A-Z-A-N-E-R-D-I. But, I mean, that's, that's been enough about me. I got I, Talk to me, Adam. You know, what's up? What's good? So while your taste has been asked this whole time, mine has been uh, on fire. I've been doing hella shit. Now, you might want to, you, you're going to want to start banging that list out now. I'm just letting you know. You're going to start thinking about that shit. Mm-hmm. You want to start banging yeah. that list out. So shit. Uh, I, this, this break, uh, I watched Spider-Man. Um, I... Uh, almost uh, uh, completely socially isolated myself uh, just so that I would stay free from spoilers. Um, and I <laughs> I ended up uh, blocking a YouTuber that I really respect uh, off my Instagram, like blocking them completely. And, I, and when I blow up uh, and that person, and I ever meet that person, I'm going to punch them in the face uh, because they totally <laughs> spoiled the movie for me. Uh, anyway... <laughs> Um, that shit pissed me off. That I shit had that shit had me pissed off. Oh, yeah. Joe, I almost blocked you on on Twitter over that movie. And and I said, 
wow, what a movie. Yeah, like, I know. Oh, I can't have that. I can't have that. I can't. I can't. I couldn't. I, I had to answer that shit. No thoughts, head empty. And I had the best possible experience because I did that shit. No thoughts, head empty. As a matter of fact, I was so no thoughts, head empty that I was able to correctly spot that America Chavez is coming in Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. That I knew that that shit was her. Nobody else in that theater knew that shit was her. But me, I got up. I said, nigga, that's America Chavez, nigga. And people thought that was really funny. But uh, but but dead ass, I was the only nigga who knew who America Chavez was, bro. Fuck y'all niggas, man. That was the greatest movie I've ever seen. And it's still number four on the Spider-Man list. Doesn't even cross the top three. Um, number four? Number okay. four, yeah. That's that's a solid number four. Um best best Tom Holland Spider-Man movie so far. Uh, but that's because oh, the bar no is question. that's because the bar is in hell. Um <laughs> for for his movies to be good because um Tom Holland is a dog shit actor. I'm just gonna let you know. That's why all of his other movies are flops. Not gonna not I'm just keep it real with you. Every other what movie he's that? made that's not Marvel related what? has been a fucking flop. Did you ever watch Cherry? Don't. Um don't. <laughs> don't. That's my expert okay. opinion. Got it. Don't. Got um it. and Uncharted's also gonna be a fucking flop when that shit drops next month. Uh but the best thing to come out of that movie is the fact that Uncharted 4 is getting a PS5 remaster. Thanks, I guess. Um <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Um I've I also took the break to start uh playing some old games I haven't played in a while. So I got started getting back into Marvel 3. Which I haven't played oh, I yeah. since like 2017. I think the video on my of me uh, playing Marvel Three and like explaining all the comic book shit in it is still on my YouTube channel. Uh, I I used to be in the Marvel Three. I used to be kind of ass. Now I'm just less garbage. But I'm I'm not gonna go. I'm not <laughs> going to any Marvel Three tourneys anytime soon. Um, I fucking I played through all of the GTA Online contract DLC. That shit was hot. That shit was fantastic. Uh, Props all involved. That shit was that shit was amazing. I was way better than I thought it was gonna be. So it's worth playing. Uh the contract, absolutely. That shit was that shit was hot. Uh pays nicely. Um and it's got and it's real nice to see Franklin and Lamar again. Uh that shit's hot. Uh even if they do play into the whole um don't hate me because I'm beautiful nigga meme a lot, which I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say I had that whole monologue memorized like years ago, and then it started popping off as a meme. And I got accused of only knowing that shit because it was a meme, and I wanted to like bang my head against the wall. Wow. Yeah, wow. niggas will just not appreciate the grind. Um, <laughs> other than that, I'm paying attention. I played the KOF beta when that came out, which was hot, and then the whole DLC roster got data mined, or the whole roster got data mined. Yikes! The whole roster got data mined, Yikes. and then uh, some DLC characters got leaked. So, uh, yeah, that shit that shit hurt. Like, no Kim Cop one. Hurts because he's one of the the six characters that I actually know how to play, uh, in in KOF, which is not a lot in the grand scheme of things. Uh, but hey, at least Kula, Maxima, and Whip came back. Huh? What's up? I'm saying they they have a shit ton of characters. So yeah, I, yeah. I believe KOF 15 has a has a small roster in comparison to the rest of the series. We're just saying that. Um, but hey, at least Rock Howard, Bonjane, and Gato are coming. Uh, that shit's hot. Finally, a Mark of the Wolves team, but like, where's my, where's my nigga Marco? My nigga Marco Rodriguez, aka Kush Nude. A nigga needs to show up. Uh, but oh, but KOF is still hot. Uh, DNF Duel, I didn't get too many ch- other chances to play because that didn't ship with a training mode. So I was like, yeah, no, this shit's ass. Um, uh, yeah, you. you had to, in order to use a training mode, quote unquote, 
you had to get into an online match, then lag out, and then it would put you into a random match with a bot, but you and the bot's characters would be randomized. So there was no guarantee that you'd be able to practice as the character that you wanted. So, uh, yeah, that shit was ass. Uh, and I chose yeah, not to play it after horrible. after realizing it had no training mode because KOF 15 had, an, uh, had a training mode and it's beta. And, um, yeah, that's all I've been up to. Um, but as... Anyone has noticed we're in a new year, which means that we can finally rank the games that we love from last year. But if you want to know anything else that I was up to uh, during the break, you can follow me on any social media platform of your choosing at YVNGDENDE, Young Dende. That is YVNGDENDE, Young Dende. All right, settle down, people. Settle down. Uh, we're finally going to get to the most anticipated awards show of 2021 that is launching in 2022. This is an award show where the awards are more valuable than the game awards, and all we're doing is listing off a top 10. These are the 2022 Game of the Year contenders with number one being given an AJH award from each of us, meaning there are two, count them, two awards to go out tonight. So, Joe, we're going to start with you. What is your 10th favorite game of 2021? So my list, my list is pretty diverse, I would say. Mm-hmm. And um, I put this game over at number 10 simply because I recently started playing it. And, um, you know, I don't really have as much experience as the other games, but my personal number 10 spot is going to go to Guilty Gear Strive. Like, I don't want to say that it, like, uh, what what would be the word? Like, it generated interest in fighting games for me again, because I've always looked, like, from very, very far away at what's, you know, what's going on with fighting games. I just kind of follow them. But this game kind of, like, actually made me want to practice and be competent and you know get good at fighting games uh so i've been playing other fighting games such as kof 98 i've been playing um uh uh, street fighter 4 and so you know that game is the game that got me to you know start taking them not seriously but more serious than i currently take them which is just uh press buttons and win yes so you know, that, that's that's the reason I put it on my number 10. I don't have anything negative to say about it besides maybe the matchmaking is sometimes uh, just it, it's bad. Uh, there's some laggy connections a lot of the time, at least over on PC. A lot of the time uh, there are some laggy connections and I am running on a wire just before you cut before you get at my ass. I am using one. 
So I don't know what the deal with that is. But other than that, yeah, I think it's a very solid game that uh, everyone who is at least interested in fighting games should play. They haven't already, of course. Interesting. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, so I put it in there. So at number 10 on my list, we have Persona 5 Strikers. Uh, this is the worst game that I've uh, got on this list. Uh, this is the game that I like the absolute least on this list. I'm not ashamed to say that. This game is cool if you like Persona 5, which I do. Um, but holy shit, did it, uh, does this game's combat make me want to fucking kill myself? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I think this game needed needed more tutorials. I'm going to be honest with you because it does not teach you very much. There are like eight characters in this game and you have immediate access to all of them, which makes sense from a story perspective. But from a gameplay perspective, it's fucking stupid, um, which just goes to show that if you base your games entirely off of gameplay or entirely off of story, they'll end up dog shit. I do like Persona 5 Strikers, though. It's a solid uh, six or seven out of ten. But um, yeah, man. Uh, Persona 4 still had the better spinoffs. Fuck you. It's a fact. Now, Joe, like number nine. What? Bias statement. Of, uh, no, you know. no, it's yeah. facts. Uh, oh, uh, okay, cool. Uh, I just hope you refund your pre-order for Arena Ultimax and don't play it when it comes out. Fuck you. Uh, you see, I was going to bring it up later, but, you know, anyways. Exactly. Since you want to start talking that shit, boy. Persona 4. Number nine spot. I got Deathloop. Now, Deathloop being at number nine kind of feels weird because when it when the game first came out, I played it and I thought it was going to be pretty high up there. But after going back to it, it just kind of felt... Uh, you, after playing the game once, you kind of already knew what to expect. So it kind of lost its charm there for me personally i still like the like uh idea because this is gonna sound like uh oh yeah like pretty pretty typical of me but it reminds reminds me a lot of dark souls because you know the invasion system and how that works and i find that to be very cool and it works great with death loop but after the like the first few times of playing the game it's kind of like and eh, like you could go with or without it wouldn't really make a difference to me anyways but i still find the core gameplay to be very fun very satisfying and i like it a lot i liked it more than guilty gear strive i, I at least had more fun with it i don't know if you could really compare them but yeah my personal number nine for this year 2021 that's loop what about yours adam what's your what did you got on number nine tell me right now at right number now. nine yeah. i've got halo infinite Ooh. Just barely eking its way into the top 10 because I decided to launch it uh, uh, half separately and in the back ass half of the ass crack of 2021 when the COVID cases started surging and Joe Biden decided not to give us any money or cancel our student debt. <laughs> Halo Infinite showed up and said, hey, what if you could shoot a 12 year old in the face and teabag him like the good old days? And I said, thank you. Uh, Halo Infinite is really fun. Uh, campaign is decent. And uh, that's as much as I could say. I think it's the most fun Halo uh, I've played in a while, honestly. It's, it's, it is it's incredibly fun. I keep saying the word fun, but it's like 
when I could just kick on my Spotify, put on my headphones and just lose myself in like two, three hours of Halo Infinite, mm. which that is more than I can say for like Black Ops Cold War or Vanguard or any modern shooter these days, you know. Halo right. brings me back to the casual days of playing FPSs, and that is the biggest thing I can say. It, 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 it the best thing it does is it changes very little, you know. And you might, and you might be wary at the same because it's like, well, isn't there like a, a hook shot? And it's like, yeah, the, it's still got like a bunch of wacky ass armor abilities, but Halo's had wacky ass armor abilities since like Halo Reach, so it's like. Yeah, this is yeah. this is this is just Halo. This is the gameplay that Halo, you know, had been building to after Reach, just at its most refined to this point. So, I like it. Yeah, good shit. Yeah. At number eight, Joe, what do you got? At number eight, over at my number eight, I have Final Fantasy fourteen and Walker. Now, hmm. I, I, I put it this low hmm. simply because I just have not been able to finish it. I've gotten to about, uh, at least from what I know, I'm not trying to look into any spoilers, um, about 20% of the campaign. And I pay, uh, played about, I think that's maybe, to, I think 15, just to round up, like 15 hours. Um, but man, every second that I played of that expansion... Uh, I loved. I absolutely love the characters interacting with one another. I love the new systems that come in where they can just follow you around the city during uh, or in between missions. I find that to be so cool. Like it, it really doesn't do anything at the end of the day, but like, oh shit, I can have my party members follow me around and we can go uh, to like this restaurant over here and go to the market board. And that's so fucking cool. But you know, it's not really a big deal at the end of the day. Um, bunch of new mission variety which we desperately needed which for some reason was met with backlash people didn't like the new style of missions um instead of uh instead of just going in there killing something and finishing the mission now you have to uh for example uh take the role of a different character and hold off a zone and then uh go into uh or sorry take control of another character and uh, sneak your way into enemy base, and I I like that a lot. Uh, yeah, I like the new variety, but for some reason people don't. Uh, whatever, they're they're lost, you know. Whatever. Uh, but yeah, that's 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 my number eight. Endwalker. Guarantee that if I actually finish the expansion, it'll probably move up. But for now, that's where it's staying until I'm able to actually play the game. Damn, that's crazy. How my whole top ten is 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 games that are completely unique to 2021. That's crazy. I mean, it's it's an expansion which is like, you know, completely new to the game, and it brings new story, new missions. But you know, that's none of my business. That's none of my business. Man, I felt like I shaded you. you I shaded you a little bit there, but that was it was for for the sake of the for the comedy. For the comedy, (laughs) for the hee hee ha has. And number eight, I got Hilti Gears Drive. Now, this is all well and good. Uh, I've only played one Guilty Gear game before this, which being uh, Exerd Rev 2. 
Um, and I'm not the most totally experienced with Guilty Gear, uh, period, because uh, I do not play anime fighters. I don't. Uh, I do play Marvel, though, which is weird, because Marvel uh, is the precursor to anime fighters. But that's besides the point. Fuck you. Uh, I, I just don't play anime games. I don't play Blaze Blue. I don't play Guilty Gear. Oh, I used to not play Guilty Gear too much. Uh, and I don't play... Uh, Dragon Ball Fighters. I used to when it first came out, and then I stopped because that game started shifting and changing so much every fucking month that it became completely unrecognizable. Now it's a wholly different game where it's even more like Marvel than it was when it first came out. So, uh, yeah, definitely not. But Guilty Gear's Drive is fan fucking tastic. Um, bringing the heat in all the places that Guilty Gear is known to bring the heat in terms of animations and gameplay and music and pretty much everything that makes Guilty Gear special. Guilty Gear Drive does even more, which is honestly what. I've been saying, what, uh, well, not just me, but like what a lot of people have been saying about Guilty Gear for years. Every every new game in the franchise just ups the ante uh, in terms of what Guilty Gear is supposed to be. And this game uh, does that in certain areas and pulls back in other areas to make it more accessible. So I think Guilty Gear Strive deserves props for that uh, because it got a, it did a lot for the community. Uh, I can I can say that it did a lot for the community. And uh, before anybody asks, no, Virtual Fighter 5 is not on my top 10 list because I don't really consider that game completely unique to 2021, considering it's like a half remake of a game from like 10 years ago. So, uh, no, it's not on here. Just go to your is the only fighter that made the list. So what oh, you got at number seven, Joe? So over at number seven, I have Forza Horizon 5. Now, I had absolutely no expectations for this game, simply because I'm not a fan. Um, I played a few of the motorsport titles, and I didn't really like them a lot. Um, but, you know, I saw that uh, FH5 was coming to a Game Pass, so, you know, I gave it a shot. You know, it's fucking free, well, with the sub, but free. I uh, might as well try it out. And I was actually... I was surprised. I actually had a lot of fun with it. Um, it does it does uh, driving differently, like all the the, the cars' behaviors, um, completely different from the other Forza games. At least from what I've played, I don't know if it's anything like FH4 because I've never played it. But alas, this feels more arcadey and less of a sim, which. I like that. I like pressing button and going fast in car. Uh, <laughs> but uh, other than that, uh, yeah, I, I really, really was surprised that uh, Forza got on here because, again, I didn't have any expectations. But it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. If you like racing games, this is definitely one that you should, you should check out. Like, pretty, pretty fucking obvious. It's like the major um, racing game of the year. So I would imagine if you like them that you go ahead and check this one out. And I definitely do suggest. So for number seven, Forza Horizon 5. What do you got? What do you got? Number seven. And this is I have Resident Evil Village. Now, some might think that's a little bit low, but. Uh, honestly, the games that are above this list, like above, like from number, like the distance between number nine and ten is so large that we're in a whole new caliber <laughs> of game now. These are all the games that brought the heat. 
All right, Resident Evil Village, while not as scary as I wanted it to be, uh, definitely had a lot of uh, of things that I was genuinely surprised by how they, how good they were. Like, it's got some really uh, good bits of atmosphere, uh, specifically mm-hmm. when uh, at the very beginning of the game, after the, I believe, like a car or helicopter crashes and you're wandering through the woods and or in the dollhouse and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um. It maintains the balance between action and horror well enough. Um, it certainly does uh, skew towards action a little bit more than I would have wanted for this game, at least. It's not like I'm playing RE4 or anything, which um, thanks Capcom for just really just confirming that you're making a Resident Evil 4 remake by making this. I <laughs> uh, appreciate that. Um, but I, I did enjoy my time with Resident Evil Village, and I'm looking forward to the future of the Resident Evil franchise because of it. So uh, Resident Evil Village coming in at number seven. Joe, what you got at number six? Good choice. Over at number six, I have Psychonauts 2. Hmm, Psychonauts 2. Yeah, I finally got around to playing the game after just saying, oh, I want this game to succeed. I want to see it do well. I finally actually played the game. And it is everything I wanted it to be. Like it, it, if you've never played the original Psychonauts, it's like this super wacky, super colorful, like completely different platformer that you don't see being made nowadays. Like those early to mid two thousands platformers, you know, you don't see it. you don't see many of those. The only one that I can think of right now, off the top of my head is Demon Turf, which is another great platformer that unfortunately did not make it into my top 10, but it's definitely a runner-up. Psychonauts 2, though, it captures all of that um, all of all of that energy that those games have, uh, have and portray them in a 2021 setting where with, you know, 2021 issues and um, I don't, I don't want to go in too into detail in case anyone uh, hasn't played the game yet, but uh, you, you can definitely tell that the current state of the world, like <laughs> looking at how fucked up the world is right now, some of that definitely did go into like the messages and the tone of the game. So um, I do appreciate that uh, they brought that forward, that they weren't afraid to shy away from it. Um, but it, it isn't like the overall uh, narrative of the game. It's just something that you can tell that they threw in. But as a game, like as a product, it's so good. It is by far the best platformer that came out in 2021. So that's my, that's what I have over at number six. Tell me, what's up? What you got? What you got number on? six, we have SMT5. SMT five at number six. Yeah, five through one are the oh. fucking are the biggest heat. SMT five. Uh, I do like SMT five a lot. Do not get me wrong, but but I believe um, Yahtzee at the Escapist put it best when. <laughs> oh my god, this is gonna piss you off so fucking much. <laughs> oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I had to. I 
had to mute myself with my hat because this is fucking demonish. It was like... Shin Megami Tensei basically is Persona without the day-to-day life sim aspect or vibrant visual design or really good music or engaging characters that make it constant fodder for cultural reference anime adaptation and fan-made jailbait pornography. That was rather a tangential sales pitch, and not exactly an effective one. It's Persona without any of the shit you like about Persona. In all seriousness, I do like SMT5, even if SMT5 is like a uh, a lover who constantly kicks me in the balls and doesn't <laughs> respect me when I say, no, please stop. Uh, I do like it, though. It's very fun. Got a kick-ass soundtrack. Some fucking uh, amazing visuals. Especially when you get later in the game. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's a fantastic fucking video game. It is a fantastic RPG. And I really wonder how it's going to rank uh, on my favorite JRPGs list a couple years down because uh, af- after uh, a bit of time has passed. Because if I were to rank it now, it'd be like in the top five. But who fucking knows if a year or two from now when I you know play it again, maybe it'll 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 that that rank will change. But who knows? Uh, but it's, other than that. It's a fantastic fucking game. And if you haven't played it yet, you should. Even though it's already fucking demolished Atlas's sales expectations by selling over 8 million copies, which is fucking insane. Highest selling SMT game. Oh, 800k. Okay. I'm. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, Japanese numbers and American numbers are different. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's, it's still the best selling mainland SMT game, which is crazy. But. Hey, uh, the the fucking hard work paid off because that game fucking hits. But now we're in the top five. Now we're in the real hard hitters. So, Joe, what do you have at number five? Ooh, Ooh, that that got me a little bit, a little bit excited, a little bit excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So over at number five. Oh, man. So over at number five, I got Life is Strange, True Colors. is strange yeah i i was gonna put it um one spot higher over at number four but my number four spot i feel deserves it better uh back when we first talked about the game had the discussion i said that it wasn't my favorite life is strange game but it is still a very good life is strange game um if you like uh point and click games interactive story games uh this is definitely one that you should have already played considering that it came out almost a year ago that's that's weird we are in 2022 it came out just in a few months it's going to be a year oh that's <laughs> wild i'm scared um <laughs> but yeah uh, life is strange true colors is great game uh i don't think that there's like anything overly negative about the game besides like I don't know, some like minor plot points that I had a problem with. Um, but the characters are all very good. I like their, 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 uh, damn, what was the word I was going to say? <laughs> their, uh, okay. So I really like the characters' chemistry. Um, <laughs> there, was, there wasn't a single weak character, in my opinion, although I did like some. 
you know, that's just like for personal reasons, not because they're actually bad characters, but you know, uh, can't believe we had Adachi all over again. Like, how many years? <laughs> how many years has it been? But yeah, I got Life is Strange, True Colors, number five. Okay, okay, and number yeah. five, I've got Death Loop. Deathloop? 2021's M. Sim Spectacular. Uh, Deathloop was fantastic. Um, I was very annoyed by the marketing campaign because every fucking Sony event was like, hey, did we tell you about Deathloop yet? And it's like, Sheen, this is the fifth time you've shown us Deathloop. You know, um, <laughs> but but wowee, that game was fucking fantastic. Amazing setting, amazing story, amazing fucking gunplay. Wow. The gunplay in that game was awesome. Um I, I I liked it way more than I expected. It's it's real. It's a real surprise. If I could have gone back in, like two three months ago before I played it and been like, "Hey Adam, you know that uh, when you rank the best games of the year, Deathloop's gonna beat out SMT five and Halo and Gear to Gear," I probably wouldn't have believed you. That shit is <laughs> hot as fuck though. So Deathloop makes it to number five. Joe, what you got at number four? All right. So he, now now we're getting into the to like the really uncomfortable one right uncomfortable at number four yeah uh, uncomfortable as in like i have to critically think and uncomfortably put games in a slot that uh you know i i feel like i can't decide but i did eventually come to a realization that my number four i have a halo infinite At number four, as opposed to my number number, nine. That's wild. Yeah, number four. It's kind of weird because we got our uh, nine and fours reversed. My nine was Deathloop. Uh, Well, yours was five, but close enough. Yeah. Whatever. (laughs) Okay. Halo Infinite is certainly a video game that exists. Um, (laughs) when, when When the game first released, I was very vocal about my frustrations with the monetization systems and how the game basically forced you to pay instead of actually play to progress and get armor. And I still have those issues with the game. But it's just, it's so fun. It it is so fun playing Halo that I just kind of forget it, you know? Like, I'm not thinking about these problems when I'm sitting down uh, in my chair playing Halo Infinite, getting a triple kill with a sniper, like I'm not thinking about that. I'm thinking about the fact that I just shit on these kids with the sniper. You know, drop a little teabag here and there. Um, I think Halo Infinite is the strongest, uh, not the strongest, I don't think that's the right word, is probably the most fluid shooter that has come out this year. Um, okay, it's definitely my favorite. Yeah. My favorite yeah. to play. Um, as you mentioned, the grappling hook added a lot of depth to the game where to where if you were good with it, if you knew how to use it, uh, you were much better than the other people like uh, you know on your team on on the enemy team. You can get around places faster. And I like that depth. I like that. Um, but yeah, when it comes to multiplayer, it's a lot of fun. The campaign, uh, I, I, I enjoy the campaign. More more so than I thought I would. 
because you know look, look everyone and their mother looked at the campaign um right after the multiplayer beta release and said oh i have no faith for it this is gonna be bad it's gonna suck blah, 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 this and that and it actually turned out to be really good um i don't think it's the best halo campaign i still think that halo reach has the best halo campaign that's just because it's reach you got to remember reach you know you remember reach? respectable respectable but, yeah never but, forget the um, heroes who fell during the fall of reach yeah. never forget but yeah i mean halo infinite's campaign uh it's it's very it's very versatile like it there it covers a lot of different um it, it gives you a lot of different gameplay options like it, you have a lot of ways to go throughout a mission which wasn't really seen in halo 4 or 5 so i'm glad that they went back to that and also the quips <laughs> the quips from the enemies are so funny in this game i don't know if you've seen any of them but it's they're fucking hilarious so with that with that uh with both of those experiences it drives halo infinite up to number four for me hmm okay well am i number four i've got it takes two winner of 24 game of the year Number four, because my number three are the hardest hitting games I've played this year. It takes two okay. comes in at number four, which is wild considering, like I said, that it won the Game Awards uh, Game of the Year award. But it comes in at number four. Uh, this game is uh, li- there's literally nothing wrong with it. I, I fucking love I love this fucking game. Joseph uh, Ferris hit it out of the fucking park again that guy's a that guy's a king and he said that he'd rather be shot in the knee than ever put nfts in his games which uh <laughs> king shit by the way i fucking love you if i ever see you yosef Ferris, i'm gonna give you a hug okay like 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 Reserve. quote me on that i will i will put if, if that shit doesn't happen put them words on my grave and call me an idiot but now, if i ever beat you i'm going to give you a hug and we're gonna put the video out and then we're going to accompany it with this podcast clip. But this game was damn near perfect. I loved it. Uh, it, it. There's really nothing else I could say. It's it's it is so fucking good. It is so fucking good. If you haven't played it yet, uh, go get some fucking friends. Go get some bitches and play this shit. This is hot. Go get some bitches. Go get some friends. Go get some bitches. Go play this shit because this shit is hot. Don't forget the bitches. <laughs> so now we're in the top three. These are the hardest Hitting games of 2021. Joe, what is your number three? Oof. The AJH oh. Bronze Award goes to. Drum roll, please. Number three, Resident Evil 8, Resident Evil Village. Resident Evil Village, okay. Yeah, I got I got it at my number three because you know I I, I like the game. You know, I like the game. I like the game. Yeah. I, I really really liked it. You know, I think I mentioned to you a few weeks ago saying, "Oh yeah, I just need to go back and play Resident Evil 8. I actually ended up doing that. I actually went through with it, 
And I guess it's upon that second playthrough that I kind of appreciated the game more. I do agree that it's a lot more <clears throat> it's a lot more action oriented than I would like for a Resident Evil game, but I don't mind it because those action segments are fun. I like uh having to scavenge for supplies and making ammo and uh shooting 18 bullets into the face of <laughs> into into someone's face and them not dying. You know, that, that's classic Resident Evil, but um I, I like it. It's a lot of fun. The story, it was, it was, it was okay. Uh, it kind of fell, kind of fell off after a certain moment happened, and I, I feel like we can talk spoilers because you know it's been a year. Yes. But I still won't. It kind of fell off after a certain segment of the game, after the Lady B part specifically, but um, at least to me. Um, you horny fuck. <laughs> I, 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 yep, I went into that game. I, I was just horny as fuck, bro. I'm, like, I'm just trying to see them panty lines through her dress, bro. That's what I was trying to see. Just let me, but I, I really, I, like, I, I really, I really enjoyed, um, I really enjoyed almost every second of that game. Almost every second, because I mean, there were some parts that made me kind of poo poo my pants a little bit. Um, if you played, you know which segment I'm talking about. Yep. Um, but yeah, that's that's my number three. Bronze award goes to Resident Evil Eight. Okay. Now, Joe, would you mind giving this the intro? And the AJH Bronze Award goes to goes to Hitman Three in the number three slot. Hitman 3 is so fucking good. Oh my god. It is the best Hitman game. Especially if you have been following along with the entire World of Assassination trilogy, which is playable in Hitman 3 from 2016 through to Hitman 2 through to Hitman 3. It is so good. And even without the levels from the uh, first two World of Assassination Trilogy games, it is still a fantastic game. Chongqing and Berlin are so fucking good. Oh, man, especially Berlin. That was a hell of a level. Um, Man, I, I, I really do think that this is the best, the most refined. And it's not like it's really changed that much since Hitman 2016. There's only been a, uh, like the, the slightest of gameplay improvements, and it's mostly been just graphical. And just expanding the levels of what we can do within them. Hitman 3 is the ultimate stealth, uh, social stealth, I should say, game. And it it has honestly been the best advertisement for IO Interactive's James Bond game they could have ever fucking made. <laughs> <laughs> because, man, let me tell you something, man. That shit's going to be hot when that shit comes out. If, if Paris and Miami... And all the levels from Hitman 1, 2, and 3 have been have been ads for this upcoming game that is probably going to be the greatest 007 game ever made. Yes, I said it. It's definitely going to be better than GoldenEye. You know why, Joe? Why? Because Perfect Dark was better than GoldenEye anyway. And the AJH Silver oh, Award goes to... Whoa, whoa. Okay. <clears throat> 
For Why are you booing? Why are you booing me? I'm right. No, no, I'm sorry, but no. Um, oh, that's really crazy. Sorry. You know, saying that's not going to get you that job at IGN, right? <laughs> just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Perfect Dark is better, and that shit's a scientifically provable fact. But that's none of my business, though. How does it, how's it feel to be wrong? Uh, yeah, number two, SMT5. That's crazy, man. Whoa, did you say that was going to be your number one like a couple of months ago? I did. I did. I did. But it's, it, 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 you know, there's another game. I feel like it's pretty obvious if you've been following along. Uh, but SMT5, though, it's almost, almost perfect. The one thing that would make it perfect is if it ran well on the Switch. Oh, God. But, uh, <laughs> other, other than that, everything else about the game is chef's kiss. It's mm, mm, mm. the world, the new demons, or, and the returning demons as well. Um, the way that you see demons just chilling out in the overworld. Like, like I, I like to envision that they're just like, oh, this fucking guy is going to come up here and try to kill us. Like, just look at this fucking buffoon. And then you, you know, wipe their shit. But anyways, um, the damn. <laughs> you didn't hear that. Um, you doing that? <laughs> the new characters um, are... I, I don't really know if I could call them characters because in every SMT, you know, alignment, I feel like all of those characters kind of fit like a sort of canvas to where like it's kind of the same character across every SMT game um, for each alignment. And like, I don't have a problem with it. I just kind of wish that they would do something uh, different. But you know, I mean, they 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 did do a lot of other things differently, and those worked out well, uh, such as quality of life stuff. Um, I don't like like I, I don't really enjoy the fact that um, HP based attack drain MP, but whatever. Yeah, it, it is what it is. Um, but yeah, it, it's almost almost perfect. If you like JRPGs at all. Please play SMT5. Please. It is so good. And it is the JRPG of the year. And I can't believe that Tails beat it. But, you know. Well, yeah, yeah, well, probably yeah. because Tails doesn't run like it's on Microsoft PowerPoint. Yeah, that is true. That is true. <laughs> All right, Joe, would you mind giving me the intro? And over. Silver War goes to... Goes to Life is Strange True Colors. Okay. All right. Wild. I know, considering you ranked it so fucking low, but Life is Strange True Colors <laughs> was a fucking gem. Before that game was a week old, I played through it five times. <laughs> that shit was that shit was hot. That shit was hot. And I cranked out that review. And that review is the one that I'm proud of the most. And it's the one that's gotten the least attention. <laughs> Which is crazy. But you know what? 
I am still the most proud of that uh, review. That shit was fantastic. Uh, I love it. And I honestly uh, cannot wait for the rest of uh, whatever Deck Nine's going to produce with the series. Because there's no fucking way that it's going to be dead uh, now. Because I'm pretty sure Life is Strange True Colors sold well. But, you know, even if, even if niggas was hating... Uh, that game still has a lot going for it. It's got great music. It's got fucking fantastic visuals. Fantastic visuals, especially with 4K <laughs> and HDR and ray tracing enabled. Mm. Chef's kiss. Panache on PS5 was a fucking godlike experience. And uh, <laughs> it's it's got fucking fantastic characters because like you said earlier, it's always the goddamn fucking Adachis that are the villains. You know, Uh <laughs> And 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 by God, does this game have three fantastic main characters being uh, fucking Alex, Gabe and Steph, not and um, Ryan as well. God, I, Ryan, Ryan as well. Yeah. Gotta shout out, gotta shout out to my nigga Ryan because Ryan's underrated as fuck. Ryan is underrated as fuck. Just gotta say that I don't see enough love for Ryan out there. Y'all need to put some respect on my on my boy's name. All right. Clearly, it's only the transplants that do that. But anyway, uh, <laughs> just saying. Uh, yeah, I, I, it is. I, I will. Right now, it's my favorite Life is Strange. But once those remasters of the first of the first game come out, and of uh, Before the Storm, we'll have to see if that changes. But hit me up in like a month when them shits drop, or I'm pretty sure the release date got changed. But that's besides the point. Just. Uh, February 2022. So at least we'll get it sometime then. Sometime soon. Sometime soon. But that's besides the point because right now we're about to hand out the official AJH awards for the year of 2021. So, Joe, I'd like to ask who is this AJ or or what is this AJH award going to? What game is so good that it is deserving of one of two? One of two! AJH awards that they can stamp on the box. Like it's pretty pretty safe to say that this game over at number one, which I am so humbly rewarding this to, um, it's gotta be it's gotta be it takes two. It, it just has to be it takes two for me. I have played this game, I think, three times through now, like with all with different people. And every single time has been a different experience. And I love, I love that. I love the amount of detail that they put into this game. Like, it isn't necessarily an open sandbox, but there are so many different things or so many 
uh, different ways to interact, uh, like not with, not just with one another, but you know, also with the world or really house that they create. I I, I like that. It's so I, I I can't put it into words how how much I really love this game. Uh, it, it, <laughs> it's. It's it's something it's something completely unique. It's something that has probably never probably will never be uh topped. Like nothing will ever like even if an, another publisher or another developer tries to come out and make a game like it takes to, I don't think anything will come close. That game is that game that game is too good. <laughs> that game is too good. And that's why I award the gold trophy it takes to but like, i don't know adam 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 what's up adam might i ask what have you chosen as your number one game of the year for the aja award well this ajh award my ajh award the second of two in the whole world for the year of 2021 goes to a game that I feel was snubbed at the Game Awards. A game that I feel, as much as I love it, takes two, should have won Game of the Year. And that AJH award goes to... Lost Judgment. That game was so fucking good. Oh my god, that game was hot. Lost Judgment was beyond fantastic it is not my favorite game in the yakuza series by any means that honor sits in the balance between yakuza zero and yakuza like a dragon but wow we is it the best brawler that rgg studio has ever put out and there's still more content that's coming out for that game during spring of this year so what is amazing about this game uh everything fantastic story (laughs) fantastic hub worlds being yokohama slash isazaki ichincho and tokyo slash kamurocho uh fantastic traversal mechanics the skateboard skateboard is hot fantastic <laughs> combat you got fucking tiger style crane style snake style and boxer style a beautiful fucking story with fantastic characters and an excellent plot that fixes most of the issues that I had with the original Judgment, a.k.a. Judge Eyes. This is exactly 
what this game should have been. Crazy how Yagami's gonna step off screen and get hit by a car and never return in these games ever again, thanks to Johnny and Associates. <laughs> but Kaito's gonna be the protagonist of Judgment 3. But that's besides the point. This game is worthy of your time. I had a friend who played Lost Judgment and said, man, I need to play the other Yakuza games. I said, that's awesome. Shouts out to my boy Fabian. Love you, my boy. Lost Judgment is... Uh-huh. An S-tier Yakuza game. And a game that I feel should have been wider recognized, should have been more widely recognized at our official game awards this year. But that I will give the distinct honor. They're going to reprint the cases and they're going to put a gold seal of approval saying that this game received an AJH award. That this game was so good that it deserved to be game of the year. And that are the AJH awards. Holy shit. What an awards show. Right. Yeah, exactly what I was going to say. What an awards show. So now I think now that we've gotten that out of the way and we've told the people what the best games of 2022 they should go out and buy right now, especially because some of them are probably on sale. Let's get to the news. God bless the holiday sales. So I know these aren't exactly news stories, but let's discuss some movies. So before we discuss No Way Home, I want to ask, did you see Encanto? Encanto? I didn't, actually. You need, You should watch that. That movie's really good. Um, wowie. Especially mm. if you have siblings. Or are <laughs> in a large family in which your cousins are basically your siblings. Because, yeah. uh, wowie. Uh, when I first watched that movie, when I first uh, laid eyes on it, I didn't think it was going to be anything special. But by the time I rolled credits, I was out here singing... That we don't talk about Bruno, no, no. Now, I was very hesitant to watch this movie because it has Lin-Manuel Miranda's name attached to it. And Lin-Manuel Miranda uh, is famous for inventing rap and slave masters. And everybody knows that (laughs) the only people who like Hamilton are white people and coons who love to say, man, that Hamilton is my favorite play. I give you my word. Look, you're not wrong about that one. I will not. not, I'm not denying that. But despite the fact that Lin Manuel Miranda's name is attached to this shit, and I fucking despise Lin Manuel Miranda, uh, this movie's fantastic. It's got some fucking amazing performances. It's got some fucking heat. Some fucking some fucking earbud melting music on the on the soundtrack, and some beautiful visuals that I think is worth your time. Now, even though I can't really relate to this from a cultural perspective, because this movie's about Colombians and, you know, I'm half Puerto Rican. Um, I will say that that this movie, what it lacks for me in terms of my own cultural representation, I think it makes up for in the fact that its story is universal as fuck. And I think that's to be celebrated. And I think there's a lot of small details in the animation that really make this a movie that's worth your time. And especially because the soundtrack is fucking fire. So I think you should watch it, Joe. Um, I really think you'd get a kick out of it, um, especially since you have siblings. So that shit would be hot. I but just might. I just might. that's not the big movie that launched at the end of 2021. Now's your last chance. I can't think of any. If you I have not seen Spider-Man, no hay camino a casa. 
sin camino a casa. You know, I didn't think that they were going to use the actual direct translation for that movie in yeah, Spanish. Right? But that was your warning. That I That's your like... warning. Consider us speaking Spanish your warning. Um, let's let's just jump into the nitty gritty. Uh, Daredevil. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I I just came. That's it. Like, yeah, there's nothing wrong. My theater got so many pops. Got it. Got a big pop when uh, Charlie Cox showed up as Daredevil. Man, man, let me tell you something, man. (laughs) Now, it's it's already hot enough that we're that we got. Vincent D'Onofrio as Kingpin on Hawkeye. Yes, that was sir. already hot. And that shit dropped like two days before No Way Home dropped too. Um, yeah, just back to back. But Charles Entertainment Cox, a.k.a. Daredevil, is officially in the Marvel Cinematic Universe proper. Thank God. Which is hot. Man, I, I fucking love Daredevil both on screen and on the printed page. He's one of my favorite Marvel heroes because I'm primarily a fan of the street level Marvel characters like him, Spider-Man, Iron Fist, Power Man, Heroes for Hire, you know, and guys like that. But um, yeah, you, wow, 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 Lee fuck for two minutes. Um, he was there and that shit was hot. Another 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 hot part was that was that mid credit scene uh, where 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 Tom Hardy as oh. Eduardo was on the screen, yeah, man, right? that was hot. That was hot. Oh, yeah. That was oh, that yeah. was pretty hot. Oh, yeah. Even oh, though yeah. we knew he was coming because of the end, the end credit scene of Venom, Venom Two. Um, right. Yeah. That that shit was still crazy. How he was there and how he left a little bit of that symbiote behind. Boy, let me tell you, it's just gonna be crazy. It's just gonna be crazy. Crazy. It's just gonna be crazy. <laughs> now, we're, since we're talking about these things in, in terms of uh, scaling what is craziest, least crazy to craziest, um, let's talk the villains. Um, not a single bad performance. Not a single one. On oh, um, God. Now, oh. the, obvi- the obvious two that are the best are obviously Doc Ock and Green Goblin because those are they're from the two. Uh, they're from two of the three best Spider-Man movies ever made. Um, especially with how many wrestling moves Green Goblin was hitting during this movie, which <laughs> he he hit like a fucking fucking uh, like a spine buster and drops dropped fucking Spider Man through like several floors of an apartment building, and at the end of the movie, his Spider Man hit him with like a power bomb, which I thought was insane. I was like, holy Yo. shit! If they ever made a wrestling movie and this is how it looked when they hit the moves, I'd watch the fuck out of that. Hey Marvel, <laughs> when are you gonna let Drax hit a Batista bomb? Please. Let him do let it. it. Let it be accurate. Let it go and just, just give I, it. I want to see it at the end of Guardians 3. I want Drax to come out and it's just. That should be hot. <laughs> I won't know. That should be crazy. Um, <laughs> and obviously, you've got Alfred Molina looking Hispanic as fuck in this movie. Oh, yeah. Hola, Peter. ¿Qué pasó? ¿Qué lo que hay? ¿Qué lo que hay, vato? Yeah, Mira, cabrón, I'm here to kill you, man. <laughs> man, he was he was fantastic. Yeah, man, cabrón. <laughs> Cabroncito, why are you trying to run, bro? 
<laughs> I'm just trying to stab you with my shit. But he was fantastic in this movie, uh, both as the sort of more the more villainous Otto Octavius and and the friendlier cured Otto. He was fantastic. Alfred Molina is great in whatever he's in because, as oh, he yeah. said, he's a oh, he, yeah. he'll do, he'll do a bit of anything. He's a bit of a slut that way. Uh, I love you, Alfred Molina. <laughs> and Jamie Foxx as Electro finally that. getting to play an actually good character for once. Uh, right. And that character being just Jamie Fox, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's it, it feels like he just wandered on set, and they were just like, "Hey, wh- can you just like like you're since you're here, you know, just, you might as well do your thing." Just <laughs> yeah, he was fantastic. And as I mentioned, uh, the villains, but Willem Dafoe knocks out of the park here. I know a lot of people have been like, "Wow, w- was he this much of a menace in the first movie?" Yeah, he absolutely was. He absolutely oh, yeah. has been. And he's been an even bigger menace on the on the printed page for like way longer. It's kind of crazy. Ever. He's been doing his ops dirty, getting hella buckets for like sixty years. <laughs> now scaling up, huh? What's up? Oh, sorry. No, go oh, ahead. Go oh. ahead. Go ahead. I mean, I was, I was just gonna mention like uh, while we were on that topic, I liked like the I I liked the attention to detail. Um, you know, when he's Norman versus when he's, uh, you know, Green Goblin. Yeah, that's because Willem Dafoe's a fucking good actor. Surprise. That's, like, uh, that's insane. That's it's insane. a fucking fantastic actor. It's crazy because when, um, when during the scene where it's just uh, Otto and Norman speaking, and Norman has his back turned and he speaks in the Goblin, he says, just me. The audience in my theater didn't pop at that, but I knew I was like, oh, 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 you got it. And I thought they were going to pop, but they didn't. And they only popped after he revealed that he was uh, that the goblin had taken back over, which I thought was weird. I was like, damn, nobody's really paying attention. But <laughs> um, next up in terms of craziness, uh, Andrew Garfield. Um, finally, he can play an actually good Spider-Man because he's got a good fucking script in front of him because. Those two movies he was in uh, are absolute dog shit. And some of y'all niggas saying that they were good Whoa. the whole time. Some of y'all niggas are lying. Um, I haven't been lying, though. That movie, those movies are fucking shit. And I've got videos from like 2014, like the day after I walked out of the theater seeing Amazing Spider-Man 2 con those movies shit. I've got two of them. They're private videos on my channel. And I keep I keep them for sentimental value. But yeah, man, those those movies have been shit since they dropped uh, all the way back in 2012, a, a decade ago. Which is crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it's it's weird how, how all of a sudden people are like thinking that they're good. It's like, mm, no. Yeah. Crazy mm. how y'all want a third Amazing Spider movie now, but are, are acting like Sony's not going to be the ones in charge of making it. Like they did such a good job last time. Um, <laughs> he was really good in this. Um, this movie uh, is essentially a, a do over for him as the character because, like I said, those two mm-hmm. movies he was in are ass. Um, but he he gets to he gets to shine in this one. I'm very happy that he gets to gets to be good for once. He gets to catch MJ. He gets to have his little quips. He gets to have a little bit of funny interaction with Ned Leeds Zawalita. That shit was cute. Oh my god! Right, best yeah. character in the movie, by the way. That was her. She was the real goat. She was the real none. Bar none was Ned Ned Zawalita, bro. Real real mother, real as real as motherfucker. Love her. Um, and then. The second craziest thing that happened in that movie, the goat, the fucking goat returns. The goat. I know. I'm so glad Sandman came back. Dude, it's so crazy. I'm going to kick you in the fucking penis. <laughs> but Toby. Oh. The goat. Wait, while, Simply while we're, while we're on this note. um, The note of the goat. 
Yeah. Uh, the scene where um, the scene where Ned is opening the portals, um, you know, to find both of the Peters. Uh, I guess no one noticed because I, I I was I was sitting next to my sister and I'm like, you know, that that does not look that does not look like the Peter Parker that we know. And then all of a sudden, when he actually came on screen, the theater just erupted, and I found that so cool. They Same thing happened with Toby, of course. Got the pop. Got the pop. But that's just important. It happened that's twice, it. but his was more direct because you can see it's actually him. But yeah. yeah. Anyways, wow, Toby, the Toby. goat, the goat. He's not just Toby; he's the goat. He's the goat. <laughs> Absolutely, he's the goat. I just disrespected his name. My bad, Tim. Nah, man, he's the goat. He is simply the goat. Um. I can't believe my the goat came back. Uh, there were actual tears in my eyes several times because um, <laughs> for those of you who don't know, I'm pretty sure I've explained it. Uh, Spider-Man 2002 was the first movie I ever I've ever seen. It is also uh, I was also watching it when I was a literal year old uh, on VHS tapes uh, back to back to back to back to back, according to what my mother tells me. What she thought was weird because I was a like, fucking like I was like from 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 as li- from literally the moment I've opened my eyes. I've been watching that movie uh, just on repeat Man. and on repeat because it is that good. It's my favorite movie ever made. Um, like bar none. Um, like Sp- Spider-Man one favorite movie. Of all yes. Time. 2002. It's my favorite movie ever made. Hmm. Um, okay. So to see the goat come back, to see the goat come back, <laughs> to see the goat come back. Just sitting in the back of the theater crying. Yeah, I did. I had tears in my eyes. The goat came back. He came back in his youth pastor fit. <laughs> I wow. Uh, I I will say that it was kind of bogus that he didn't get to be the leader of the Spider-Man team, considering he's the goat and he's also the yeah. oldest and the most mature and the one who who actually knows how to fight like half these guys. Uh, weird how Tom Holland was the leader even though he doesn't know any of these people which is weird but that's besides the point Um, the goat returned he he was part of the Avengers is that like a band you know I I, I will forgive that line because as we all know all of the early 2000s Marvel movies take place inside the same universe and it's proven because Hugh Jackman was supposed to appear in the first Spider-Man movie and uh, Michael Clark Duncan as Kingpin appeared in the Spider-Man new animated series but that's besides the point that's the point. Hmm. Uh, I could, I could, I could explain that some other time. Um, but, but, uh, oh, and and Thomas Jane stunt double appeared in the end scene of Spider Man Two when Mary Jane's running through the park. If you look at it, he's wearing the Punisher clothes, but he's Thomas Jane stunt double, so he looks like him. So you could throw it at the Punisher anyway. Um, Size <laughs> point. The Goat yeah, returned. Need, need to rewatch it. I've I've got I've got the scenes on tap because I've explained this to like six people. Anyway. Um, the goat returned and he was great. He was fan fucking tastic. He was, he was really good. Uh, I love to see him have his little character moments with, with Otto. That was that was really great. How uh, he was like, I'm trying to do better, just like he said in Spider Man Two. Um, oh yeah. The fact that the goat pulled up and they all had their funny little scenes. They honestly, I feel like having these three characters in the same scene in the same movie should not work as well as it does, but it does. It really works. Yeah. Their yeah. chemistry between Tom Holland, Andrew Garfield, and the goat uh, it is absolutely fan-fucking-tastic. 
it, it's almost like it, it feels ad libbed as fuck, honestly, even though it's probably been written. And you know, I was thinking that I was thinking that when I was watching the movie. Yeah, I, I mean, the, the scene, the, the part where Andrew Garfield says, I love you guys. That was actually ad libbed, by the way. Oh, uh, um, for real? Like, yep. Uh, that, yep. Wait, wait, that entire scene or that part? No, that part where he says, I love you guys. That was ad libbed. Oh, OK. That was ad libbed. Oh, that's um, cute. Yeah, that's 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 some real goat shit from Andrew Garfield. Um, <laughs> that's because he's also a classically trained actor, by the way. He's also a fucking fantastic actor, even though those movies were dog shit. Um, what else are we going to say? What else are we going to say? Man's deserved better. Yeah, he, he did, but Sony's a stupid ass company and Avia Rad's a fucking piece of shit. But I've known that since I tried watching Spider Man Unlimited, but you know what? Um This I really loved the the uh scene where the, where they're all just uh like shooting the ship, waiting. That that felt so natural. Like it it I loved it. Yeah, their chemistry is unreal. Their chemistry is unfucking real. It should not work. It really shouldn't work. This should be a clusterfuck of a movie, and it's just not. Like it's it's just not. It's just really good, you know. Um, it worked. I bet all of y'all niggas who want who who thought that that this wasn't the real Doctor Strange, who thought that this was actually Mephisto. I hope all y'all niggas are eating your hats right now. I told I told Joe, man, that this was the real Doctor Strange, that, that this was just Doctor Strange up to his usual bullshit, you know, but, you know, y'all didn't believe me. Was Despite that the like fact that, this, yeah, that was a very popular theory that this wasn't the real Doctor Strange because, ah, oh, the Eye of Agamotto was destroyed. Ah, no, 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 bullshit. Uh, Doctor Strange doesn't abide by the laws of, uh, of, of, of reality because, uh, you know, he's a fuck, he's the most powerful sorcerer uh, in the Marvel Universe, but, you know. I, I guess vibe checking gods every day for like fucking 60 years doesn't mean shit. <laughs> you know, smoking op packs on mystic villains doesn't mean shit, I guess. Um, but but yeah, <laughs> um, man, I was thinking about something. Uh, I do. I will say I will give it this. I, I will speak on a criticism I have of the movie. Um, You can tell that this movie was made during Corona. You can very much tell based oh, on yeah. how it's edited yeah, and how it's shot that it was made during Corona, which um, is very noticeable at points. And there are some points where I don't like it. And uh, I also don't like how this is a, a, a symptom of the problems that I've I've had thus far with the MCU version of Spider-Man. But he's got th- four suits in this movie Four, And for what purpose? Right. Yeah, you've got the black and red far from home suit. You've got the inside out far from home suit with the magic gauntlet. The, that's the black and gold one. Um, you've got the upgraded suit with the new nanotech and the eight spider arms that he gets after Doc Ock gives him the arms back. And then he's got the classic red and blues at the end of the movie. And I'm like, man, I really wish this nigga would stop getting new suits. I'm glad that he's finally in the red <laughs> and blues. And I hope they leave that shit as it is because I'm so fucking tired of new Spider-Man suits. It's really annoying. Uh, imagine if Batman changed bat suits every 20 minutes in each of his, in each of the dark Knight movies, that should be irritating. Yeah. Um, but finally he's back in the red and blues and which segues, which leads me to, um, finally, this nigga is finally Spider-Man. Thank fucking God. <laughs> uh, I'm so three movies. I, I am, I am so tired of teenage girls on my Twitter timeline upset that their sweet little cinnamon roll tom holland 
doesn't get to have uh, people in his life. Yeah, it's almost like Spider-Man is the story of someone who struggles between having a normal life and doing the right thing and choosing to do the right thing because that's what he's supposed to do. But, ah, ah, you know, that's too much characterization and development for the sweet little fucking cinnamon old Tom Holland. Boo-hoo. Celebrity yeah. culture is a fucking stain on this on, on the movie industry. But, <laughs> hey, he's finally Spider-Man. I agree. Yeah, you know yeah. how many you know how many shitty fucking tweets I saw about that? Wow, it's so sad that he's got no one. And I'm like, damn, have you never read a comic book in your life? Wait, so they're more worried about that than the fact that he fucking almost killed uh Green Goblin near yep. the end. Like Clearly. very close. That's yep. what they're looking at. They're looking at oh, he almost didn't beat this man to death. Or sorry, they're ignoring that. Ignoring that fight he almost <laughs> beat a man to death. But Oh no, he lost everyone. Yeah, the oh, fact that he God. hit Green Goblin with the fucking mean ass power bomb, and instead of going for the three count, he tried to hit him with the steel chair. You know, <laughs> shit was it was also real heel behavior at the end of that movie. But it's crazy how many like uh, if you if you are one of those people and you're listening to this podcast, DM me on Twitter. I will gift you a month subscription of Marvel Unlimited so you can read some comics. I will do that shit. <laughs> like dead ass i'm so serious i'm so serious i'm so serious that is like someone uh <laughs> that is like when you're playing with someone you message them uh, this works better on pc but uh you message someone uh please get better aim and you gift them uh kovacs or whatever <laughs> aim <other> labs <laughs> exactly what yeah, you're doing aim please labs. No, I'm so serious. If anybody who runs an MCU stand account is listening to this podcast right now, or if you know somebody that runs an MCU stand account, DM me on Twitter. I will gift any MCU stand account holders a month of Marvel Unlimited for absolutely free. I will do I will do it. I will cash app you $9.99 so you can start reading this shit because I think it's important. I will do it. Which it is. It is. I will I will keep I will keep to my word. If only one person does it, then I'll give to the worst person. One person. If a hundred people do it, I will eventually get through them all. Don't no bullshit. No bullshit. Um, I am so glad that he's finally able to sort of be what Spider-Man is supposed to be. A lone wolf who is who is a working class hero, because let's be honest, the MCU Spider-Man films have been utterly devoid of of the class politics that makes Spider-Man that made Spider-Man an interesting character. Fun fact, the very first published bit of fan mail in a Spider-Man comic was about how his need to his struggles with paying the rent was very relatable. Did you know that? I did. <laughs> Which uh yeah, that is an incredibly uh um uh, I like this is to his character. It is. It is his. The class politics of Spider-Man are integral to the character. Anyone who thinks otherwise is a fucking idiot. Um, or just you know doesn't uh, consume anything about this character. Or both. Probably both. Ass. Both is or good. Both. Yeah. Uh, or well, how about both? <laughs> both is good. Um, <laughs> yeah. Ten, uh, absolute. Absolute. Ten out of ten movie. It is number four. Uh, on the Spider-Man movie tier list, right beneath, in no particular order, Spider-Man 1, 2, and Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, because you're out of your fucking mind if you think that this that Spider-Verse is... That, that this is better than Spider-Verse. You're out of your fucking mind. I'm just gonna let... So I, I, the first... Per, the, the person I know who saw it first 
came to me and said this was the best one. And I said, nigga, what about Spider-Man? He said, yeah, this is just better. So I said, you're a fucking idiot. Go see that shit a second time. They saw it a second time. Yeah, actually, I think Spider-Verse is better. Yeah, I know Spider-Verse is better, motherfucker. And across the Spider-Verse, it's probably going to be even better than that shit. My boy Miles is finally looking like he's actually half Puerto Rican for once, thank God. But, oh, absolutely important to his design. Niggas who played the PS4 game will know that shit more than anybody else because man, let me tell you, did you did you play? Have you played Marvel Spider Man's Morales yet? I was I was gonna say that uh, over break, I actually did play a little bit of Miles Morales. Did you get to the part where he was walking through that festival on the streets? Yes. Oh, the music. They were playing La Cosadera, nigga. They were playing La Cosadera. They were playing La Cosadera, man. That shit was hot. Why um, I, I was smiling. Like I, I was actually smiling going through that and seeing like what you know someone walking through puerto rico what they would experience like all the food trucks all the music all the people yeah yeah so good so that's good. that's how it was growing up on the streets of chicago man with the food trucks with the salsa music with the dancing in the streets man it was when mom when Miles' mom was making the music, I remember pointing out all the different food items. I'm like, yo, Miles' mom making totones, nigga. You see, she got she got patelios and shit. She got <laughs> she got arroz con candule. Bro, that shit was hot. Man, let me tell you something, man. That was the most Puerto Rican Miles has been in a in in a in a minute. All right, but but finally, my nigga Miles gets to be Puerto Rican in the new movie. That's very important. It's very important. We need more of that because as 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 black as Miles is, we cannot forget that his mom, his biggest advocate, is a fucking Boricua. And that Miles speaks Spanish, that he's half Hispanic, just like the sexiest niggas on the planet, i.e. us. So you know what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no cap detected. Um <laughs> Yeah, this, this no way home was fantastic. No, no, no wonder it's crossed a billion dollars. That's just hot. And this is to say nothing of the fact that we got to see a little bit of Doctor Strange too at the end with the post credit scene. Let me tell you, my nigga Baron Mordo dripped up with the dreads and the beard. Yo, my nigga yo. Mordo looking hot as fuck. But it make me act. Oh. I have been wondering where Mordo's been since 2016. I've, it's it felt it's felt like I'm the only person who's ever who's been asking, "Hey, what's Mordo been doing?" Other than like because he we know that he's been murdering sorcerers, but it's like like what has this nigga really been up to? And now we see him. He's got the dress. He's got the beard. Got a little bit of gray in that beard. He's looking mm-hmm. cool. And you got evil Doctor Strange, which means that what if is now required viewing? Man, let me tell you something. No, man. don't say that. I don't say that. That shit oh. is hot. Woo. That shit is hizzy, my nigga. Hot. <laughs> we, got, we got my Sexy. girl. The Scarlet Witch in that motherfucker. America Chavez. America oh. Chavez. You got my boy. Which I know some people have been saying that it's not. But please, let me be. Let, let a nigga like me. Imagine that it's <laughs> Shumagorath from Marvel versus Capcom. That's crazy. Huh. I, did, I did see that and immediately thought of, of you. I was like, oh. Capcom presents Marvel Comics. You want to know how to make any fighting game fans dick hard? 
Imagine if the next E3 is the Capcom presentation. Ah, it's just Capcom, and they just hear Capcom presents. Ah, that's bullshit. Marvel Comics. What? This a what? Capcom presents what? <laughs> Make anybody's dick hard. And then it'll be twice as hard because the first character they're going to show off is going to be Wolverine, which looks like the X Men are back. But you know that's that's just me though. Uh, this was this was a fucking ballpark out of out of the ballpark. Smash it! This was fantastic. By all standards and metrics, it, it, it could have used some better editing and some better shot compositions, um, but it had. But it, what it lacks in that, it makes up for in terms of uh, characters and especially in terms of sound design. My God, the sound design in this movie was fantastic. The soundtrack, uh, bro. The soundtrack is fantastic. But before we get to the soundtrack, soundtrack, let's just point out how they how they have the old web sound effects for um, for Andrew Garfield and for the goat. Yeah. Just point that out. I noticed that. Just hot. Okay. And okay. and they've got the light motifs from the young Peter theme from Amazing Spider-Man and mm-hmm. from from Danny Elfman's Spider-Man theme, which that was so good. That was almost like that moment in the original cut of Justice League when Batman shows up and they play the Danny Elfman music. You know, mm-hmm. I loved it. I love I loved when 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 Otto and Peter are talking and it's just playing do 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 do. I was like, oh man. A real nigga was absolutely crying in the movie theater at that part too. I was I was shedding tears, bro. But I will I I I need to bring this up because I think this movie kind of even further uh proves my problem that um I know a lot of people are really annoyed at the whole Uncle Ben criticism, but this but you'd think that when you have two other Spider-Men talking to you about how their Uncle Ben's died. And you also had one that you would mention it, considering that's like the 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 the, the catalyst behind his whole career. Yeah, you think you would have mentioned it, and this was the perfect time to mention, and they fucking didn't. They yeah, they didn't at all. Yeah, which was really weird because they've been getting this criticism since 2017. I say 2017 because they kind of alluded to Uncle Ben in Civil War, which was fine because it was a simple cameo appearance of Spider Man, but in either of his solo movies. We've never got a scene where Peter's just been like, fuck, man. I hope I'm making Uncle Ben proud. Which I think would have been the perfect tearjerker moment for me to say that. Instead of just saying with great power comes great responsibility. If when she died, she would have said that. Uh, it's just like, did you ever finish Spider-Man 2018? Marvel Spider-Man? No, I didn't. Oh, what the fuck? I know everything, I know everything about it. So I mean, Do you know everything about it? But did you finish it, though? You got to finish it. No, I finish it you gotta play that you gotta play that you gotta play it um because spoilers since you fucking everything about it the very end of the game may says to peter that ben would be proud and that shit hit because not like uncle ben's been like a major presence in that video game he's like he's appears in a picture and he has an optional thing where you can go to his grave to get a trophy you know, but it's like it, it, it's like the, the fact that it, you acknowledge the legacy. That's what's important. You need to fucking That's play that happened. game, you motherfucker. Because before tw- before 2018 even finished, I beat that game like twice. All right? You need to fucking do that shit. And that was a year where both that game and Red Dead 2 came out in the span of like two months. So I, I probably would. But since I don't have plus, I have to restart the game for whatever reason. It didn't transfer my data. And I just didn't. I, I just gave up. I was like, eh, I don't really feel like restarting this game right now. So I just never got around to That's it. That's crazy. I, I played through that shit five times. That's crazy. That's crazy. I played this shit four times. That's wild. Four? Four? four five. Five. Count them. 
yeah, I don't, uh, I don't fuck around with that shit. So, uh, what else? What else? What else? Yeah, uh, fantastic film. Fantastic film. That's as much. That's as much else as I can say about that shit. F- closing thoughts on No Way yeah. Home. I mean, yeah, I mean, I totally agree with uh, everything said. Um, I personally found uh, at least the second act to have some pacing issues, but it didn't ruin my experience of the movie itself. So, yeah, uh, I would give it probably a pretty easy 9 out of 10. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I agree. So now we move on to the other news story. First up, the book was closed on 2021. And as soon as the book opened on 2022, Square Enix said, hey, guys, what if we put NFTs in the game? What if we have NFTs for everything, including Castlevania, a a game that we, a franchise that uh, 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 Konami uh, doesn't make games for anymore? We're going to, we're going to, Konami's going to put NFTs in that. We're going to put NFTs in this. All the Japanese companies are going to start putting NFTs in this shit. Besides Sega. God bless Sega. God bless Sega for saying that, hey, man, if the fans don't want it, we won't do it. Thank you, Sega, for being the real niggas, because Sega does what Nintendo don't. Well, Nintendo hasn't, but... We're really back to over 20 years ago. I've been saying Sega does what Nintendo don't on, like, every every two or three podcasts. (laughs) So, like, now it's real. Now it's... Because Sega are the realest ones. Sega are the realest ones. You know what would be crazy is if if every game company stopped pandering to the tiny niche of a tiny niche of a tiny niche of people who actually care about NFTs? Uh, unlike Eminem, who uh, now owns a board ape, which is now yeah, he owns a fucking NFT. That's an awfully hot coffee pot. <laughs> Guaranteed, there's gonna be some mention of NFTs and cryptos uh, on whenever he releases music. Not that I will listen to it, because I don't want to listen to that garbage. Yeah. yeah, right. He's gonna be able, like now. Check out these. She got some nice fucking titties. Call those NFTs. I'll kill myself. If Eminem <laughs> drops a bar like that, <laughs> crazy. I just made I up a better Eminem bar that he's spit in a couple years. Honestly, <laughs> that's an awfully hot rhyme you dropped. Playing Fortnite with your grandma. <laughs> um, I can't wait for Konami to start making ghetto, uh, Metal Gear NFTs now. Just give it a few months. You know, why would we release a new game? Yeah, because Konami's universally known to make fucking fantastic business decisions. Remember how they pulled out of the video game market to focus on Pachinko and then the fucking Pachinko market crashed when COVID hit? Yep. Yeah. Yep. And the video game market exploded? Yeah, I remember that shit. I remember that shit because I was there. Very smart business decisions on their end. Fuck you, Konami. (laughs) Fuck you. Uh, what else what we got? Company come to man. That's it's just sad. Yeah, but in terms of good p- video game publishers and developers, Atlas has sparked up people's interest by renewing Persona Five trademarks, including P Five M and P Five B. Oh, this is news to me. This is news to me. Yes, P Five M and P Five B have been re trademarked. P Five M. I'm not sure what that would mean, but P Five B. I hope that means Persona 5 Battle, which would probably mean a Persona 5 fighting game, which would be awesome, because that means the investigation team would finally come back. Yes! God damn it. That would be sick! <laughs> Shut up! 
getting to see fucking kanji and shit like a decade later would be be hot you think that we're gonna get one though considering i i hope i hope not because i think arena ultimax deserves to stand on its own but if we do um that shit would be fantastic i'm not gonna complain better have rollback netcode unlike arena (laughs) ultimax at launch which will not have rollback netcode so they're considering really implementing it, and I'm also considering it. not buying it on release. <laughs> I don't, I don't get like why they're saying, "Oh yeah, we'll look at implementing it." When everyone already said, "Yeah, just put rollback in," and, and yeah, every, everyone will play this game. That's literally what everyone was saying. They're like, "Hey, we'll see if people like or if people want it." And <laughs> I'll see if I feel like buying your fucking game, Alice. So uh, you know, touche, bitch. I'm definitely gonna buy it on all the platforms. But hey, I'm go- I'm a loser. Don't listen to me. Um. Uh. Yeah, that's just hot. Um. In other news, uh, the final news story of the week, the most awesome news story of the year, and probably will never be topped. So, as it turns out, Virtua Fighter Five Ultimate Showdown was not meant to be a cash grab re-release, but was instead meant to be a Trojan horse to gauge interest in the Virtua Fighter brand, which. It has in the first month it got over eight million downloads on PS Plus. So uh, I'd say interest was definitely gauged. Yeah, which means even if it wasn't a PS Plus title, that is still over eight million people. Like that's that's a lot. Holy shit! Yup. Which means that it is all but confirmed that Virtual Fighter Six is going to come out. So thank you. Everybody, even if you weren't sweating hard in the online and, and kicking everybody's ass like I was. Even if you weren't out there in them streets putting up numbers, if you just downloaded the game to play arcade mode and push a few buttons with some friends, thank you for downloading and playing Virtual Fighter Five Ultimate Showdown. You guys have helped revive one of the greatest fighting game franchises into every single one of you who downloaded it. Even if you played it for less than an hour, thank you. From the bottom of my heart, thank you. You know, you love to see it. You you, you love. you. I, I love that. You know, ending... Like seeing how uh, or seeing the results uh, that they brought, putting it as a PS Plus game, that's awesome. I love to see it. That's fucking amazing. I'm glad that you're finally able to get your Virtual Fighter Six, which is basically coming at this point. Because uh, why wouldn't they? It's been con- it's been all but confirmed that it's coming out. So yeah, I mean, oh. even even if like that's. Basically, at this point, it's just throwing away money, which, well, we've seen other companies do, but... I mean, hey, Sega, if you want some ideas of some characters to take out, I've got a couple ideas. But, you know what? You guys can talk to me privately about that. You can fly me out to Japan. I'll help you develop the game. Um, I'll provide voices for the new character that you're going to make, who's going to be the coolest character. He's going to just be... He's going to be called the cock. (laughs) The cock. And he's gonna raise his eyebrow and do infinite damage. Um, speaking of The Rock, crazy how Fortnite is the best game service game. I really misjudged it. I'm not gonna lie. You know, I I, 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 I was I was I'm not gonna lie. I was bullying that game because little kids play it. Uh, but it's been fun to shoot little kids in the face and, and enjoy their cries as I take dubs against them. So you've actually been playing it then? I've been like, real. I've been real deep in them Fortnite. I've been real deep in them Fortnite streets. Real mm. deep in them Fortnite streets. Uh, how much money have you put out already? <laughs> 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 I 
I don't. Uh... Adam. Thank God you don't have access to my bank account. Oh, but if I no, did. no, 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 oh, uh, no. I did. Uh, see, the thing is, uh, I got Amazon gift cards from some people for Christmas, and I just used that Amazon money to uh, buy PlayStation uh, vouchers. So I just reused that. <laughs> So I didn't. I didn't spend any of my own money on Fortnite. It was all okay. Was okay, that, that that that's at least a little better. At least I I bought the Daredevil skin with that money. I I know you did. I I'm fully like you didn't have to tell me that. I I know you. you I've got Spider Man too, dude. Oh, yeah. I I have I have classic <laughs> Spider Man, and I've got the oh. Cobra Kai skin. You know the game is like forty something gigabytes now, and I found that because I redownloaded it a few days ago. And as soon as I saw that, I canceled the download. I said, mm, "I don't feel like Fortnite should be forty something gigabytes, considering that it was only in the ten, like in the in the tens range for for several years." But you know, you know, you know. At least on PlayStation, I don't know about any other platform. It's like forty gig on PlayStation as well. Yeah, that's, um, that's, that's, you know what? It's still really fun, though. It's still really fun. Is uh, it? Is yep. It, yep. Like, is it like, genuinely like not, yep. not even like trying to do no a bullshit? Joke, no bullshit. You, no bullshit. No bullshit. It's really fun. Okay, it but is why? Because it just I, I I can't get into a game where I shoot a guy. And have them not build a five-star hotel within 0.2 seconds. You know what you do to counter that? You know what you do to counter that? Sit down and watch them. Yeah, you don't. You don't build. <laughs> then once they peek their head off to shoot you, you 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 fucking take their head off, and win the game. That's what I do at least. I I uh, what it's all I can I can tell you. Definitively, it's like scientifically proven that the player who builds the most is probably the most impatient. So all you have to do is just play off of their impatience. But, you know, that's just fighting game knowledge that I apply. Just capitalize off a of weakness. And if so, like if you start shooting at someone and they start building a fucking a five star hotel with a continental breakfast, you know, they start gentrifying the neighborhood. Then all you got to <laughs> do, all you got to do. Is just wait for them to stop building. They'll get too impatient to wait for you. They'll drop down. You can shoot them in the face with a shotgun, or you can just wait for them to stop building. Then once they peek their head, you can shoot them in the head with a sniper rifle. It's really easy to just capitalize off people being impatient as fuck, especially if they're Fortnite players, because every Fortnite player is below the age of like like fucking twelve. So, like, you just wait for them to come down, and you introduce them to, you know, your six little friends that are waiting inside of your revolver, and bam, they're dead. So. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I'll have to see because I also found the, um, like the actual shooting to be not as fun as I remembered. But we'll see. We'll see. I'll have to actually sit down and play the game for more than yeah. We'll uh, we'll have to run some duos. What we'll have to do. We'll see. We'll see. Wow, what a reunion, huh? Right. What a, what a reunion. reunion. Just come over here and kiss me at this point, bro. That's what I'm hey, before for. we go, I want to give out a, a special shout out. So as right. you all know, you know, um, a friend of mine, a longtime friend of the show and a longtime friend of mine, makes us the outro. His name's Kamari. Um, he makes incredibly dope art and incredibly dope music. And uh, about last month, he dropped uh, he dropped a, a new project called The Mari Tape, which is streaming on Apple Music and Spotify. So 
instead of the link where you'll be able to find all the platforms to listen to AJH, I'll drop you guys a Spotify link so you can go listen to his new project. <clears throat> and maybe I'll drop an Apple Music link too, because y'all y'all really should run him up because this is some really good stuff. So I want to show some love to a longtime friend of the show who helped make the show what it is. So instead of just my normal goodbyes, I'm going to say right after you listen to this, go stream the Mari tape, go show my boy some love. So peace out, y'all.